We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Pacer fans, welcome back to another episode of the Point Guard Chronicles. Here today, we're going to be talking about New Orleans Pelicans guard Drew Holiday and what are the realistic possibilities of the Pacers making a trade to get him this season. So I talk with my man, David Grubb. He covers the Pelicans for the bird rights. What a night for the Pelicans last night, winning the lottery. How does this change what the Pelicans are going to do going forward? We talk about that, and we also talk about a potential trade package that might include one of the big centers for Drew Holiday. Pacer fans, welcome back to another episode here of the Point Guard Chronicles on PacersTalk.net. Joining me right now, you can follow him on Twitter at DMGrub. It's my man David Grubb here to talk about Drew Holiday. David, what's going on, man? Man, good to talk to you. Uh, it was a very exciting night yesterday, and uh, New Orleans is once again the center of the basketball universe, this time for good reasons. So I want to let Pacer fans know that last night me and David actually recorded this podcast around 7 o'clock before the draft lottery hit, and then when, <laughs> out of nowhere, the Pelicans win the draft lottery, I said, okay, we got to re-record this because I feel like this changes things. And so David agreed to come on, and I really appreciate him doing this twice. Putting up with me for 30 minutes is quite a bit. So, uh, David, I really appreciate you coming on. And how are you feeling now that you know that Zion Williamson is going to be a part of this Pelicans future? Well, I think you have to be excited. It, it, you know, they've already uh, had 2,500 season ticket requests come in today. Uh, so, obviously, the, the fan base is, is reignited after the disappointment of last season and, and still the prospect of losing Anthony Davis. But now you you go from one generational talent to possibly another. Um, you have a guy who's going to give you not only um, butts in the seats, but also you expect him to be a player that turns into uh, an all-NBA performer, an all-star at the very least. So, I mean, it, it couldn't have end, uh, happened any better for the Pelicans last night than to, for the situation to, to go the way it did. And even the people who moved up for teams like L.A. to get into the top four, 
um, and to keep the Knicks in the top four, uh, I think also benefits the Pelicans long term. So let's let's talk a little bit about Anthony Davis and his trade value and what exactly the Pelicans can do. I know there's reports saying he does not want to resend his trade request. He wants out. Then there's also reports saying that David Griffin is going to meet with him as well. So what are we expecting? Are we expecting Anthony Davis to still be courted by this front office? Yeah, absolutely. David Griffin is going to try everything he can to make Anthony Davis happy um, and see if he can retain him. He's a top five talent. And if you get a chance to pair Anthony Davis with Zion Williamson, uh, even for a short amount of time, you'd like to give that a shot. Uh, Do I think they'll be successful? No, I I don't think Anthony Davis has made his decision. Um, And and if there were something that were going to convince him, I think it, it would come internally. There's not a case that David Griffin can say that Anthony Davis is going to go, wow, I never knew that. What, I mean, there's nothing new to present here as far as information goes. He, he doesn't want to play for this franchise. He ultimately would like to be somewhere else, and I think that's what he's going to do. So, um, yeah, I, I think that there will be an attempt to keep him. I think they'll do everything they can to publicly show that they want to keep him. But ultimately, Anthony Davis is moving on. I think that's best for Anthony Davis. I think that's best for Zion Williamson. Uh, and I think it's best for the Pelicans. So you mentioned that it's good that the Lakers got the fourth pick and the Knicks got the third pick. You want to elaborate a little bit on that? Sure. Um, you know, one of the things that if the Lakers were going to have to be able to get back into the Anthony Davis sweepstakes is that they were going to need a better pick. And had the draft, had the lottery gone as you know, slated, they would have been at number 10. Now they're in the top four, which means they not only have the ability to trade up with a team that, that maybe uh, wants to take one of their young players like a Chicago, um, maybe move up the, um, a little bit. They, they uh, you know, can get multiple picks in the first round to make a pel- move towards the Pelicans um, and maybe involve a third team in that deal. If you're the Knicks, you still have the ability to package. And let's say and we'll get into this with Drew Holiday, but this is what I'm thinking. Let's say Drew Holiday does become available, and um, the, the Pelicans want to make a deal both for Anthony Davis and, and for Drew Holiday. If you're the Knicks and you get Kevin Durant but Kyrie Irving doesn't come and you want a solid two-guard to have a guy who can defend on the perimeter and you say, well, we can do Dennis Smith Jr., Kevin Knox, and, a, and our number three, and we can get um, you know Drew Holiday and something else back from the Pelicans. Well, then that becomes a, an interesting deal there. If it had, if the Knicks had fallen completely out of the top four, then I think that they they aren't trying to stay in either sweepstakes. But now they need talent. They've already had the disappointment of, of not getting Zion, and so I think that they they will be more desperate to make a move to bring in a star. And I think the same is true for the um, you know for the Lakers and for uh, the the rest of the league. I think Anthony Davis, just his value went up because the Pelicans now are not forced to deal with anybody now that they have the number one. Yeah, and I think it's intriguing because there's a lot of reports going around saying the Bulls might look to trade the seventh pick for Lonzo Ball if the Lakers are interested in that. Um, I know that Lonzo Ball did mention that he didn't want to go to New Orleans if he was involved in this trade, but do you think he might have a change of heart with saying that uh, now that Zion Williamson is there? Yeah, I think all this is posturing. I mean, if the Lakers' best deal is to send Lonzo to New Orleans, he'll go to New Orleans. Yeah. And and I think that Alvin Gentry, when he and I spoke last year, he was really in favor of a kid like Lonzo coming in to New Orleans because he felt like in this offense, he would thrive. He would get tons of opportunities to get those assists um, 
and defensively to pair him and Drew Holiday, two very long and athletic uh, guards, both who can handle the ball uh, and uh, both with good vision. And he put Lonzo uh, in the half court with Anthony Davis if it had been at the time. And now the same to be able to run pick and roll with a Zion Williamson or to throw back door lobs to him. I think that that, that would just be a great situation mm-hmm. for Lonzo. So I think, yeah, he could be convinced and he's still under a rookie deal. So he doesn't have a lot of control in the situation either. Yeah, and I'm asking you all these questions, trying to set a foundation here so I can kind of branch off of your thoughts and kind of throw Drew Holiday in the mix. So first things first, Anthony Davis, you said that you don't think he's going to be here long term. Now they're going to try to court him. My biggest question for you now with Drew Holiday is, if Anthony Davis Anthony Davis decides that he does want to leave, like you mentioned, is that you know a good opportunity for a team to sweep in and maybe make a play on Drew Holiday? Or would it be, you know, better to try to make a play on Drew Holiday if Anthony Davis does stay? So, you know, basically, if Davis stays or if he doesn't stay, what is, uh, is there any kind of upgrade for a team trying to get Drew Holiday in that situation? I think teams should make their pitch regardless. Uh I mean, this is the time to do it because David Griffin's going to have to make a choice as to what the direction of the franchise is going to be. If the best offers again, come from teams that want to give you a, bo- a boatload of young players. Let's say, like, like I said, Clippers have a great group of young guys. When you're talking about a Shy Gilgis Alexander, a Larry Shamit, um, and a Montrez Harrell, those are all guys on rookie deals. Um, and then they throw in a Danilo Gallinari for a salary match. Well, that means you're probably a rebuilding team. And if you're Drew Holiday, you don't want any part of that. So if I'm another franchise and I want Drew Holiday – I'm making a push to get Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I think either way, even if it's a veteran match, you still make the phone call. I think you want to be early in because if this season does go sideways, if they think that they're going to be a solid team going into the year, but things go badly or just not as, as well as expected, I'd like to be making those phone calls now and establishing a relationship with the Pelicans' front office so that if, the, if there is a for sale sign put out there, that I'm the first one at the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point, and I think that the Pacers would have interest in Drew Holiday. Um, we mentioned on our previous recording that's not being aired uh, that the Pelicans have a high interest in a guy like DeMontis Sabonis. Um, do you think Sabonis and Zion Williamson would be a good fit? That's actually a tougher um, question because I think with Zion – on offense, you want to play him very close to the basket. Uh-huh. Um, you know, or you want to give him ISO situations um, out of the pick and roll where he can either, you know, face up and take one hard dribble and get to the rim. I think a lot like a young Charles Barkley, um, you know, or Larry Johnson, uh, that type explosive, um, Sean Kemp. undersized. Yeah. Well, you know, Kemp is a lot longer. Yeah, so I think, true. you know, you're looking for that, that kind of like bowling ball explosiveness. Um, around the rim so you want to give him those kind of opportunities Sabonis can hit the standstill jumper um it's just um as far as positioning defensively uh that's the the question that you have is because I think you want to see somebody um behind Zion who's a little more mobile uh, Mm -hmm. because of uh, Zion's lack of height I think it's going to be difficult for him to adjust to guarding stretch fours um guys like Kevin Durant um at six foot ten six eleven shooting over the top of him um, I think that's going to be very difficult. So I think you want somebody who's mobile um, behind him, be able to, to cover not only their man, but react um, and, and play defense um, 
across the lane. And I don't know if Sabonis has the foot speed to do that. But, yeah. I, you know, I still really like Sabonis as a player. It just it, it matters what kind of roster the Pelicans want to build around Zion. Yeah, and I I think this will kind of give my counter argument to this. Um, not maybe a counter argument, but maybe a counter deal here. Um, the Pacers do have somebody that's a good rim protector that can shoot, Miles Turner. He'll be making eighteen million dollars next year. That does kind of help the salary cap situation if you're trying to match salaries with that twenty four million there from Drew Holiday. Do you think Zion Williamson and Miles Turner would be a nice fit? Actually, yes, I do. I think Miles Turner would be an, an excellent fit alongside Zion. Um, you know, his shooting has gotten better each year. Uh, he is a good, very good shot blocker, um, mobile as a defender, uh, and I think he'll, he's only scratched the surface of what he's going to be as a basketball player. So I think Turner would be excellent. Like you said, salaries do closely match up. Turner has not been an injury problem. Uh, so I, I think that it's a good risk there. And if you get a, uh, a draft pick in return, a number one maybe, um, or another young player uh, potentially bringing trading Drew for his brother, um, yeah. I think that the Pelicans would be very interested in that. Yeah, that's one thing that I thought of too. It's like I really could see Miles Turner next to Zion Williamson in New Orleans if the Pacers decide, hey, you know, we really want to upgrade our backcourt. We can slide Sabonis into that center position and not give up much cap space going forward. I really like that idea. Um, I know there's a lot of Pacer fans that would not be happy with getting rid of, you know, the league leader in blocks this year. But, you know, I just don't think that a lot of Pacer fans realize how talented Drew Holiday is. They they throw his name out there like he's a good player, but I don't think they really understand how much better he is than Miles Turner overall. Uh, can you kind of break that down, I guess, for some Pacer fans? Yeah, if, if if you explain to folks and just let them understand that Drew is is literally one of the top 15 players in this league based on his impact um, on his team on a night-to-night basis. The Pelicans were disastrous when Anthony Davis was on the, off the floor. They were even worse when Drew Holiday was off the floor. I mean, so, you know, that shows you just the kind of impact he has on both ends of the floor. He's extremely efficient. Again, 20 points, 8 assists five rebounds, uh, one steal, um, gives you a lot of blocked shots from the guard position, and then he shoots 47% from the floor. He's not a great three-point shooter, but, uh, you know, he gets to the line. He got to the line five times a game last season, so I think that's solid production for a guy who does not shoot the three a lot. Um, And he did that also in an offense where he didn't have a point guard who could get him the ball in a good situation. So I think Drew is – you know, getting to watch him the last two seasons, make watching him take the jump from being a good player to being now, I think, one of the very best guards in the in the NBA um, has been amazing to watch. And and one thing also with Anthony Davis on this trade, you know, on the trade block, it depends on what the Pelicans, like we mentioned earlier, get in return. And that's why I wanted to bring that up as well because if they do trade him to LA, you're bringing back Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, that fourth pick probably. Whether or not you get Kuzma or Josh Hart, I mean, those are all backcourt players. Those are all wing players, and you're still going to have that gaping hole there at center where I don't really think Julius Randle and Zion Williamson would be a good fit next to each other, but I do think a guy like Miles Turner would be, and so that would make that trade more intriguing since you've got young guys in that backcourt. You might want to keep Drew just because, like you mentioned you know, 30 seconds ago, how great of an impact he has on this game, so... That's one of the things I'm interested in. The same with Boston. They have a lot of guards now. I know that New York probably has more. You know, They have a Dennis Smith, but you're going to get Kevin Knox and maybe Mitchell Robinson in that trade. 
a bunch of big guys, you know, or more power forward type players than wing players. So it really all just depends on what they get in return for Anthony Davis, in my opinion, if you're making that trade for Drew Holiday and what the Pelicans want to do. Now, yesterday you mentioned that you don't think Drew Holiday will be traded uh, before the season starts, but there is an opportunity or a possibility you think he could be traded before the trade deadline. Do you still feel that way? Yeah, I still do. Um, I think, you know, everything is adjustable. And and uh, if this season turns out to just not be um, appetizing for Drew to want to stay long term, because that's what this is. It's an audition for Drew to decide whether or not at 30 years old, you know, he'll be 29 this season um, and 30 by the time next season starts. So if you're going to have him here. You don't want to waste him. It's and it it would it's not fair to Drew. It's not fair to the franchise to have a guy who's better than the team by that much. So if you're going to rebuild, then they need to commit to rebuilding wholly. And I think David Griffin will do that because he's committed to having long-term success here. It's not going to be enough for the Pelicans to win 43, 44 games. I think you want to look at at what Portland has done and be the kind of team that's in contention on a yearly basis. And then when you do put it all together, you are able to make an appearance in the conference finals and have a chance to possibly go to an NBA finals and play for a championship. So Mm -hmm. if you're going to do that, I could see trading Drew Holiday being part of that. Yeah, and and I really just think that there's going to be a lot of teams that have a lot to offer for Drew Holiday. And in your opinion, do you think the Pacers would – come with the best deal i mean i don't know if they can you know we'll see what other teams are offering but i think the pacers can absolutely put together a very attractive package um i, I do you know i will tell you that the folks with um, the bird rights we were talking just last night about specifically miles turner um and about um what the, what it would take to to get um the pacers involved in a deal for drew holiday so I know um, that people who are around the Pelicans are thinking about it. Um, so I, I do believe, you know, and also there's the attraction of sending Drew to the Eastern Conference. You don't, you never want to send your one of your best players and, and have to compete against them uh, more times than necessary per year. Um, and then I think also for Drew, you know, his best path to possibly get to a title is through the East. And Indiana is very close to being a contending team. Um, and without uh, Victor Oladipo's injury this year, they may have been. Yeah. So what? So just to kind of close this conversation out, what would be your ideal package for a Miles Turner, uh, Drew Holiday trade? Yeah, I think you have to give. Um, it's got to be Turner, um, Holiday, and probably either uh, probably a protected one. Okay. Um, I think that gets it done. Now, would you would would uh, maybe two picks and keep Holiday off his brother Aaron? Would that work? It depends on um, what we get if we have another point guard on deck, uh-huh. because you know Alfred Payton is a free agent right now. Um, there is no other point guard on the roster, uh, so um, if the Pelicans don't obtain, if it were before the season, you know obviously they'd want a point guard in return. Um, if it's during the season, you you hope that they have somebody that they consider a starter worthy um, on the roster. But if not, they're going to want a point guard back. Yeah, so basically the Pacers would want the Lakers to trade that fourth pick with Lonzo Ball so you guys could get Darius Garland if they want to keep Aaron Holiday, correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay, cool deal, man. Well, I really appreciate you uh, taking some time. This was a lot of fun, and it is funny how much our conversation transitioned yesterday. I mean, yesterday we were talking about Sabonis, Leaf, and McDermott, and a couple (laughs) of picks maybe for Drew. Now we're talking 
you know, Miles Turner and Aaron Holiday and a pick possibly for Drew. So I think that's really intriguing. And honestly, I am a big believer in Sabonis. Uh, I have not been the biggest Miles Turner fan, but I do think this year he really just stepped his game up quite a bit. And I think in a different offense, maybe with Alvin Gentry, he might find himself getting more touches or being more effective than he is with Nate McMillan and the constant pick and roll dribble handoff thing we do here. But I do think the Pacers need to upgrade their guards. So this would be a nice swap between both teams. And I'm really enticed that you guys are already talking about this trade. Yeah, I think it's, it's an exciting time for the entire league. Um, and, I absolutely think that the you know the Pacers have a like you said a lot of great young pieces. I too am a bigger Sabonis fan than I am a Turner fan, but having seen Turner get better, um, I think again given the opportunity to maybe increase the pace, like you said, change offensive schemes um, he, that may engage him a little bit more. I think concentration ha- has lapsed for him at times, and he's made some immature decisions on the basketball court. Um, but I think there's a lot of talent there. And sometimes when somebody's that young, you're willing to take the risk on that talent. Mm-hmm. That's this. This is an awesome conversation. I would love to see this happen. I'm getting excited just talking about it, and I think that the fit makes sense for both teams. So, once again, I really appreciate it. Uh, where can people find Jad again on Twitter? At DM Grub and also at CrescentCitySports.com and TheBirdRights.com. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much, David. I really appreciate it, and hopefully, we'll be talking again soon if this trade goes down. All right. Thank you for having me. Well, there you have it, folks. Drew Holiday for Miles Turner, Aaron Holiday in a pick, or possibly two future picks if you want to keep Holiday. I'm interested to get your thoughts on that trade that David Grubb brought to the table. I think it's interesting. I think it's very intriguing. It's something I wouldn't just look at and say, no thanks, not getting rid of Turner. I know you guys are big fans of Turner, so let us know what you guys think. Comment on Twitter at SettingThePace3. Let us know what you think. And until next time, peace out, Pacer Nation. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, Only on Showtime. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com